and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Thursday, April the 6th. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I'll tell you right now, I did not think I was going to be doing a show this morning, but so much has happened with the releasing of the Fed minutes yesterday that I had to get out and reach out to everybody. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. I hope it finds you well. It's going to heat up. It's going to be back into the 90s and then maybe a little cool down over the weekend, but we're just waiting for the triple digits to arrive here in the Valley of the Sun. The website at allamericangold.com. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on the podcast. And then, of course, Patriot Trading Group and All American Gold should be part of your daily life. Put that into your favorites as well. All kinds of videos and articles to keep you all comfortably disturbed in a world that, well, let's face it, the manipulated world that is the central bank and how they've been fleecing all of us for almost a, well, over a hundred years. You know, today is the anniversary of our entrance into World War One. Yeah, 100 years ago, uh, apparently we entered uh, World War One. Uh, it's kind of crazy to think about it, right? So 1917, and and uh, got the Chinese president. Uh, he's in town visiting with the Donald. I would love to be a fly on the wall of that beat. Hey, uh, hmm, you know, you, you, you run a four or five, I don't even know how big the number is, three, four, five hundred billion dollar deficit we run with the Chinese. I wonder how that's going. You think that's coming up? You, you think they're talking about how they're going to fix all of that? Uh, I would just love it. Wouldn't that be Of course, I have to have an interpreter, I'm sure. But uh, nonetheless, I'd still love to be there. I wonder if he handles it like, like the apprentice. <laughs> right? They give their presentation and how he's going to fix it. Then he thinks about it. You know what? You're fired. Oh, uh, maybe not. But you can always, uh, at least in my mind, that's how I visualize it. Just Donald Trump telling him he's fired. But there was huge news yesterday uh, with the Federal Reserve. And I'm going to say this. I almost never pay compliments to the Federal Reserve because, let's face it, I mean, they really, what they do and what they are is, is nothing more than committing fraud on all of us. I mean, this is why our founding fathers didn't want to have a central bank. This is why they wanted to ensure the money was gold and silver so this sort of thing wouldn't happen. So the, the, the blood, sweat, and tears of your labor would hold its value. And when you think about it, you ever ask yourself why it is that People now want $15 an hour, and that's still not enough. But you ever wonder why it is that everybody and their brother has to work multiple jobs? I mean, that's just the new economy. And the reason is very, very simple. is because they're devaluing so fast 
regardless of what the numbers say, right? Because let's face it, they just changed them. You know, there's a the, the very lead article, just go out there. Go out to allamericangold.com. Ramon's been doing just such a great job of keeping you in the know. The very first article talks about half. Half of every worker in the United States paycheck to paycheck. It's incredible how little they value our work ethic. How little of a value that they place on it, and then they act like they care. I mean, that's really the ultimate slap in the face, isn't it? And then they, they you know, they meet every six weeks, and they, they go out, and they give interviews, they put them on TV. I mean, they're everywhere. They line up with their little banker buddies and give them inside information so they can make billions. Well, they keep continually sticking it to us. I don't know if you saw, did you see Jeffrey Lacker? By the way, he's quote-unquote one of the hawks. <laughs> he uh, stepped down. He was the head of the Richmond Federal Reserve. Apparently, in 2012, he leaked insider information. And, you know, unfortunately for him, he just got caught. Right? Anybody that believes that 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 was the first time or the only time or that the other central bankers don't do that kind of stuff you're you're crazy and this is why i said this is why we need to audit these you know obviously i we need to get rid of it but at a minimum we need to audit the federal reserve there's no such thing as independence and this proves it there's collusion But like I said, I rarely, rarely compliment them. But I'm going to do that today. I, I, I'm in shock. So yesterday, you know, gold was down. Wall Street was up. And by the end of the day, the opposite occurred. Gold was up and Wall Street was down. I'm going to tell you why it happened and why it is I'm going to pay a compliment to the Federal Reserve. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Double J calling the shots. By the way, I got to throw a shout out to my my good buddy Glenn uh, in Maryland. Glenn is a teacher, and uh, you know, I always say. And I always give some teachers a hard time because let's say you got to teach, you know, the curriculum that they want you to teach. Uh, but but he always wants me to know that he uh, he gives the kids at least in his class he does history, the, what I'll call the rest of the story when it comes to things like the Boston Tea Party and of course central banks. And uh, at least there are some kids, that, at least the ones that pay attention anyway, that may view things a little bit differently. But he sent me a little gift. Sent me a couple of little airline bottle-sized bottles of Fireball. You know, <laughs> which, hey, awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, the 
you know, we used to do a show, Eric and I, uh, every Friday. We called it Jack Daniels Friday, but I think people thought we were really getting hammered on Fridays and started to join us, so we kind of backed off on it. But I know we did a little throwback show a few Fridays ago about that. And uh, thank you, Glenn. I appreciate it. I love gifts. Yeah, send me any, you know, whatever. A book? You got something interesting that uh, you want me to read? I read everything, so feel free to send that on. You know, we love... We love food here. <laughs> Chocolate, especially. Wendy will tell you. We'll take we'll take whatever you guys give us. Uh, but I wanted to throw a little shout-out to Glenn. Thank you so much, and I appreciate uh, people out there that can tr- at least try to not rewrite history. Right? This is what they want to do. Right? They want to rewrite history. They want to pretend that the real history didn't happen. And if we don't talk about it, right, what happened? Right? It happens all the time. You're right. Uh, you know, you, 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 uh, you know the guy first time you hear the story, and then, by, you know, 10 years later, right, Grandpa's still telling the same story, but you know what? The fish got bigger, or the... <laughs> Right. The amount of money he won got bigger. You know what I'm talking about. They always they exaggerated as as time goes on, but uh, at least here we try to make sure that history is well known. And speaking of history, one of the very few times I'll ever pay compliments happened uh, yesterday afternoon. The Federal Reserve. In its minutes, okay. So they every six weeks they have a meeting, right? Every six weeks they get in their limos, right? They get all get flowed into to Washington, and they they go meet, and they have all their subsidized catered food and all that other stuff, and they 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 bring all of their reports, right? Their their MIT mafia reports. And they talk about economic policy, and then they decide whether they're going to raise rates, leave them the same, cut rates, uh, QE, whatever it may be, right? They make their decision. And then after that meeting, a couple weeks after, they release the minutes, right? So a, a brief synopsis of what they talked about in that meeting. A top U.S. Federal Reserve official says the central bank would likely move in a measured way after it decided to reduce, or when it decides to reduce its large bond holdings. Now, I've talked about this before. You know, every every week, the Federal Reserve is buying bonds. Right? They're buying mortgage bonds. They're buying, I mean, who knows? I, we don't really know exactly everything. We know that they buy mortgage bonds. We know that they buy treasury bonds. And we know that they just make the money up if they need to. Right? They don't actually do anything to earn it. Right? Which is kind of kind of really goes hand in hand why or your hard-earned money isn't worth anything. Right? Why it is that so many Americans need to work two jobs. Why it is. So many Americans, when it used to be, you know, you think about it. 
40 years ago, if you made 40 grand, you were doing really well. I mean, you weren't Warren Buffett, but you were doing well. Now, if you're making 40 grand, your life's not very good to you. Right? You're not going on vacations to Disneyland. You're not living in an upper middle class neighborhood. You're not buying brand new cars. I mean, come on, think about it. Most of the cars, <laughs> I mean, the average car is like 35 grand. But here's what 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 is what they announced in their minutes, and this is what got gold jumped ten bucks. Wall Street fell 150 uh, from where from where they were. Is during the I'll call it the bad years, and how they claim to have fixed everything. The Federal Reserve bought you know we'll round up here four trillion dollars worth of these bonds. You know, that was your your QE stuff, QE1, QE2, QE3, right? Quantitative easing, they called it. And they created all of this money out of thin air. You know, and again, think about this. This is stuff that as they, they, they wrote papers upon papers. And I say they, all of these central bankers, all of the academic central bankers, which is most of them about how they should never do something like this. And yet, what did they do, right? When faced with with the, the problems of their own doing, they said, the heck with it. And we're going to do what we shouldn't do. And now they're trying to pretend it's not going to have any effect. But I've said all along, that before the Federal Reserve can start raising rates, they've got to get rid of that stuff. Because if they don't, all of those $4 trillion worth of bonds will be losers. They'll lose money on them, because eventually they've got to sell it. In the Federal Reserve, at least right now, because their balance sheet, which is now $4.5 trillion, do you know they give about, a, oh, not quite $100 billion in, but it's down to $90 billion to the government, you know, to the Treasury, to offset the debt. So think about that. We've got uh, a, a made-up fake $100 billion going to the government to make the deficit. Just think about how much how bad the deficit really is. But the But instead of giving the government that money, the Treasury would have to give the Federal Reserve money. Could you imagine? Oh, well, uh, fiscal year 2020, the federal government's budget deficit was worse because they had to give the Federal Reserve $100 billion to make up for all the losses on these bond holdings, which is what will happen if rates are rising. So nobody on Wall Street, at Wall Street, and even I, because I never, you know, heard the Federal Reserve even talk about it. So in the minutes yesterday, the Federal Reserve stated for the first time that, hey, we need to start selling these bonds. 
And it's really, and so you think about the bond market, and you think about, well, here's the Federal Reserve. They're in there, and they spend, I don't even know, uh, well, let me let me just see mortgage bonds alone. I want to be accurate here. The Federal Reserve has been uh, buying mortgage bonds in recent months, but it has been less as refinancing has slowed down considerably. The, the Fed expects to buy $18 billion of mortgage-backed securities from Fannie and Freddie. Right, so you think about it, most of the people buying bonds that Fannie and Freddie can can loan out on are probably, what, at the bottom of the home buying scale? Right? Those are the ones that, hey, right, I'm buying the hundred, dollars $200,000 home, right, because you got to fit within the required, and I don't even, I think it varies from state to state. And they said that they expect to buy those which is less than half the amount it bought oh every month so there there's the answer so as they as these come due that 4.5 trillion however much of it comes due but they got to buy more or they can choose to what not buy in other words all of a sudden there's 18 billion 20 billion 30 billion more bonds sitting out in the marketplace that somebody else will need to buy. Of course, that effect would be what? That would send rates higher, right? Because in order to, right, the central bank obviously is buying these bonds at a reduced rate, right? To, again, give the, e, you know, that easing feeling, right? To make everything feel better. And so yesterday they said, hey, before the end of the year, we're going to gradually, now I don't know what that means, right? If there was, you know, 5 billion, 10 billion, 50 billion, 100 billion, I mean, they got four and a half trillion. <laughs> gradually could mean a lot of things. But they are going to at least threaten to sell these bonds. And yeah, I start thinking about that's step one, right? Because let's face it, they shouldn't have them. They should all be back out. Let the market price bonds at real market, right? Not a manipulated market. We don't know what these bonds are worth. We have no idea. Right? And how about while they're at it, how about they stop paying the bank? Right, I mean, and I told this story a bunch of times. You know, they handed the banks, I think it was $12 billion last year, for nothing. For not lending money. For taking your deposits and leaving them at the Federal Reserve. Now, you would think, well, shouldn't I get that money since it was my deposit? Uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, it's corruption at its finest. And they talk about how great the banks are, right? And you go out there and you do, you buy shares of Bank of America, you buy shares of of uh, Citigroup or Wells Fargo. Well, no one's buying Wells Fargo shares, but uh, you know what I'm saying. Chase, most of their great earnings 
right? And they talk about, oh, trading this and that, and this rate rise will do better. Oh, yeah, and by the way, the Federal Reserve gave us billions of dollars. But it's a start. I will say that. It's a start, and it's one of the things I did not factor into where I think the gold price is going to be. As we already know, gold loves rate hikes. And we see it played out. Now this is the third time, and we've had the same effect every time. Gold likes to rally after rate hikes. Because really the answer is simple, because they're trying to, and granted, we're still so far away. But we're trying to get to what? Some sort of normalization of the marketplace. And that, of course, puts pressure on stocks. Stocks don't like it. Because let's face it, most of these companies got these these earnings by borrowing money to buy back their own stock. And if rates go too high, right, they can't do it. We're going to talk about that, where the market is headed next. Patriot Radio News Hour. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. John F. Kelly, the new Secretary of Homeland Security, officially launched Donald Trump's immigration agenda with a pair of memos in February. These documents demonstrated that the Trump administration is absolutely serious in halting illegal immigration. Contrary to the liberal hysteria sparked by these memos, they outline in measured tone the sensible steps to be taken to deport illegal aliens who are dangerous to our citizenry. The era of big immigration is officially over. A six-page memo entitled Enforcement of the Immigration Laws to Serve the National Interest was followed by its 13-page counterpart, Implementing the President's Border Security and Immigration Enforcement Improvements Policies. Signed by Secretary Kelly, these formal documents lay the blueprint for rolling back the harmful immigration policies of the Obama administration and firmly establishing much-needed national security for Americans. The number of illegals deported by the Obama administration in 2015 was the lowest amount in a decade, down more than 20% from the number of deportations a few years earlier. Obama cut back on deportations for political reasons in order to appease the liberal base who view illegals as future Democratic voters. Trump's new guidelines don't change the law but merely enforce immigration statutes that Obama refused to. Secretary Kelly expands deportation to include illegal aliens who have been charged with the commission of a crime regardless of whether they've been convicted. If someone is in this country illegally, then that by itself is contrary to our laws, and our overburdened criminal justice system shouldn't have to obtain a conviction against him before he's sent back to where he came from. Often, persons charged with crimes are out committing more crimes before they're convicted, as convictions can take many months or even years to obtain. Also, taxpayers should not have to fund criminal defense attorneys to represent illegal aliens in our court system. We applaud these significant steps the Trump administration is taking toward solving America's immigration problem. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. 
What's the cost of illegal immigration? It burdens our schools, hospitals, and social services. It opens the door to criminals, terrorists, and voter fraud. And it's unfair to those who came here legally. At PSEagles.com, we want to hear your thoughts on illegal immigration. Join the blog at PSEagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. He came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands. He was backwards, backwards. Welcome back. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Take the time. Put it away. For once, actually buy low. You know, I will say this. So, really interesting. You know, yesterday talked about how sales are down 75%. Right? Astronomical. And logic tells you, well, the price has to fall. But the actually, it's the exact opposite. Because these are times of manipulation. And the best example I can give you, think about what gold has done before last year. So set last year aside. 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015. Gold fell all four of those years. So did silver. Both, they just fell. But every year, Demand broke records. Demand broke all-time records. Think about Silver Eagles. You know, when I first started, and I've told this story a bunch of times, a big year, big year in Silver Eagles would have been like somewhere between 6 to 8 million ounces. Every year that silver was falling, every year that gold was falling, the patterns are the same. Right? Silver got 19 million. Then it got to 25 million. Then it got to 30, 35, and 40 million. Got to 45 million. Got to 50 million ounces. Just silver eagles. 50 million ounces. And I'd come out on the air and say, how can the price be falling when, you know, economics 101, supply and demand? But this is what the pinstripe bandits do. Right now, demand is falling. So you would think, right, silver got, you know, a touch 50 bucks one day, went all the way down to 13. You would have thought demand fell by 75% <laughs> during that time. It actually went the other way. And now this is when Wall Street comes in, right? They just come in and they they do what? Right? They're the ones that buy low, not you, not me. They do. And so this is, and I've been saying this for the last couple of weeks, this is why it's going higher. Because they, they, they've, they've artificially manipulated all of the data points, and now the demand is, well, now it's going to rise. Just like the... Uh, just like all of these years, demand demand was what? Demand was rising from 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, and yet it was falling. 
Now demand falls, price is going to rise. I mean, this is the crazy world that we live in anymore. And, of course, they set it up, right? It's all collusion. They're all in it together. Uh, you know, you, you look at uh, Jeffrey Lacker, the Richmond Federal Reserve guy that had to step down. He's the president of the Richmond Fed. For what? For giving insider information. According to the USA Today, here's what they're saying about the Fed's bond holdings. They said that the Fed has said, I haven't seen this yet, but this is in the USA Today. The Fed has said that it does not plan to sell the securities because that would cause a dramatic spike in rates, which already tells you what. (laughs) They're artificially low, right? So there is no true price discovery, which means all the debt, all the debt market, are overpriced, right? So your bond markets, your your stock markets, they're all overpriced. But what they say they are going to do or may do is as the maturities come due, that the Federal Reserve will just not reinvest because that's what they're currently doing today. So they may not reinvest. So that'll uh, that'll put a limit to how quickly they could unravel all this. In other words, it would take uh, decades, I guess. I don't know how long it would take for the Fed to, to do that. Uh, but but that is at least out of the USA Today kind of their thought process is we're going to, and this is kind of why. I don't know how high rates can go because at that pace, well, even their Fed, let's, let's face it, if you look at the Fed's real data, you know, and not the, uh, you know, they, they make a big deal about these uh, these minutes that they release, and, and uh, some websites go to the whole trouble of kind of like in school, you know, when the English teacher used the red pen, They'll actually take it and cross out the words that they had in the previous minutes and write in whatever the new language is, because that's how little they change it, which in in itself is a complete insult. You're telling me a a country as dynamic as as the United States, and you're meeting uh, every six weeks, and you feel like you only need to change five words or two sentences? Really? That's it? But again, this is the illusion that they want to portray. And when you think about what it is that that they're really trying to do as they go out there and they change this word, or maybe they they and they use and by change, they may change gradual to moderate, or moderate to to moderately. Right, I mean stuff like that. That's like fake news. But we'll have to sit here and really try to look at the stuff that doesn't make it into the mainstream, which is not in the releasing of the Fed minutes. 
the worst fortune tellers. You know, you think, you know, the, I forget who it was. There was some lady that, that ran some, like, infomercial. I don't know. Arlene, you probably call it. Do you call a fortune teller? No. <laughs> They're a ripoff. You've done it, though. You've done it. Right? Everybody's done. Maybe you go to the fair. There's, you know, they, they got the cards. Uh, what are those called? The cards that they use? The tarot cards? Okay, they got the right. They're going to tell you your future. Maybe the Federal Reserve should go to one of those people because they'll probably be more accurate than them. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Maybe Janet Yellen does call the psychic hotline because her predictions are terrible. <laughs> right? Maybe she does the one that's like a dollar forty nine a minute, right? <laughs> Listen, I, you know what? This one I was talking to Arlene. There are some people out there that for what they have a gift. I don't you, you know, they do. I, I don't I can't explain it. But when you look at what the Federal Reserve does, you know, they, they are academics at heart, and they love data. They, the only data they don't like is actual data. They hate that. Matter of fact, they hardly ever use it. But they have their economic model. And all of them, and here's the, the, the funny part, this is why uh, it's so broken. All of their models almost look the same, right? So you really, truly don't have any independence, right? You you got one big uh, everybody follow the leader think tank going on. But nobody in the Federal Reserve has an economic model that has interest rates above like 2%. None of them. And I'm talking going out to like 2020. Right? You would think, hey, one per now you're telling me all of the Fed governors, not one of them? You know, hey, uh, I listened to this guy, Double J, and he's talking about stagflation, and, you know, when he uses actual data, and, boy, he kind of makes a lot of sense, and, and you know what? Maybe rates are going to be at 4, 5, heaven forbid, 7 or 8%. Right? Because that would what? That would be that'd be horrific. I mean, could you imagine what what happened to Wall Street if Janet Yellen said, "Hey, our economic models say that in 5 years the Federal Reserve's Fed funds rate's going to be back to historical average?" Right, forget about being above average. Just go back to historical averages. They may have to shut it off. They're talking about maybe selling ten or twenty billion dollars of four point five trillion. And Wall Street was up it was up hundred and fifty points it ended up down thirty some points. About hundred and eighty points on ten billion. 
and it kind of puts things into perspective. And this is why you, you need to take the time to put it away. Because when you really start looking at it, and you look at it just just from, you know, forget about an economic perspective, just from a common sense perspective, everything that they've done was to help Wall Street. Everything. Why bail out the banks? They could have bailed you out, but they didn't. It would have been the same amount of money. Right? Why not bail out the citizenry? Now we're going to bail out the bank instead. Why did no one go to prison? Why did no one lose their jobs? I mean, you know, I tell the story about why the Lehman brother went under. You do know why it was them, right? See, Lehman Brothers, they actually took out Lieb. And and that was one of the, you know, they were one of the originals. And they ended up buying that coming. Look it up. Fascinating. And you go back, you can tie it all the way back to the creature from Jekyll Island. Now, we could say that was coincidence, right? But all the other banks, really, you can tie back to where? Tie it back to that original meeting in Jekyll Island, Georgia, in 1910, that they lied about and covered up. But they did it all for Wall Street all of it. They didn't do any of it for you. Now, they pretended like they did. Oh, hey, well, you know, lower rates allows you to buy more. Right? Your monthly payment will be less. <laughs> That's how they get you, right? Well, car loans, well, it used to be two and three years. You know, crazy loans were like four years. Uh, how about eight now? Right? Just so the payments the same, the monthly payment, the actual interest, you're getting killed. But if you're paying cash, if you were debt-free, you don't need lower interest rates. If you pay your credit card off at the end of every month, you don't need lower rates. If you have money in the bank, you don't need lower rates. You actually need what? Higher rates. But now they're talking about, just think about it really uh, on its premise. We're going to start, I think they use the word removing stimulus, right? That's, that's the word that they like to use. You know what's a stimulus? Cocaine's a stimulus. Think about it, right? That's what they've been doing. They've been snorting a bunch of cocaine up their noses. And I'm not talking about a little bit, right? They've been snorting kilos of cocaine. The drug cartels would be impressed about how much cocaine they pumped in. And now they're saying, hey, we're going to gradually start taking away the stimulus. Think about what happens to junkies when you take away the stimulus. 
never very pretty. Patriot Radio News Hour final statement coming up. Awesome, Ramon. Patriot Radio News, our final segment. Uh, gold's up six and a half, uh, $1,252 this morning. Silver's up eight cents at $18.25. Uh, the Dow's uh, off of its highs quite a bit. It's now only up 30 uh, as their president is meeting with the Chinese premier or president, I'm not sure exactly what they call him over there. Uh, by the way, I just saw this uh, across the, the the tape here. It looks like the Senate is going to use the nuclear option uh, when it comes to the Supreme Court nominee. Uh, that does not bode well for repealing Obamacare, if they're still going to try to do that, and the Trump tax cuts. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see, but it appears that they are going to end the filibuster uh, and get this guy nominated. Uh, I think it would be like 51-49. It may even be 50-50, and Pence will uh, be the kicker on that. Uh, we'll have to see what the economic ramifications of all of that are. Uh, we actually called this morning. I wanted to run the special we ran yesterday because I it was the best deal I'd seen, and I don't know how. And we've been running great deals, uh, but Arlene would tell you they said no, absolutely not. Uh, so we weren't able to do that after the news broke yesterday about the. Uh, balance sheet of the Federal Reserve because you know it's like the butterfly the butterfly effect. If the Fed reduces their balance sheet, even if it's gradually, that means the budget deficit goes up because they remit their quote unquote earnings they make from doing the the bond reinvesting. So that won't happen anymore. It forces the yields to rise which makes the deficit go up. Also what? Makes all the debt markets, what? Put put under pressure. And so now you've got uh, a lot of people back into the, oh yeah, that idiot that runs that radio program is probably going to be right again. It looks like, you know, and all of those things are are good for gold. Uh, So we'll revert back. We do have our, our regular ungraded U.S. $20 liberties in St. Gaudens. Uh, I've got about 50 saints. They're $1,310. $1,310 for U.S. $20 St. Gaudens. These are ungraded, but it's nice material. Uh, what did I say? 1310 at 800-951-0592 right here at the lowest end. Uh, of the spectrum, but the you know, like I said, it, it's just all the things we handle, just great stuff. Make sure you take time. Buy low, right? The premiums; these are all-time historic lows. Make sure you gotten in on it. Eight hundred 
951-0592. Because here's what happened. <laughs> the Wall Street guys already got in, right? They're 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 cleaning up, and then by the time you get in, it'll be what? It'll be the top again. 800-951-0592, U.S. $20 saved at $1,310. If Eric's in, we'll be back tomorrow. If not, we'll have to wait and see. Everyone have a great day. Take care.